It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today on episode 32 of Typical Chicago Fans, presented by The Loop Sports, we have Sinkers and Floaters. We go in-depth on the NFL Draft, Diamond Talk for the Cubs and Sox, a playoff recap in both the NBA and the NHL, and TCF Trivia Draft Edition. Let's roll. One of the sponsors of today's podcast is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket search engine that never loses the sight of the fan experience. Simply go to their website, type in the name of a team, and choose the date you're looking to attend. SeatGeek will present you with a graphic chart of the stadium where you can choose your seats and tickets based on a score system that determines the best value. If you've never used SeatGeek before, we partner with them to give you a great deal. Apply the coupon code THELOOPSPORTS in all caps at checkout to take $20 off of your first purchase with SeatGeek. A $50 night for two at the ballpark becomes $30, or a $23 trip by yourself turns into just $3 with the coupon code THELOOPSPORTS in all caps. You have no excuse not to go on to go out and root on your favorite team. Just apply the coupon code the Loop Sports in all caps. Again, that is the Loop Sports in all caps at checkout and have a great time on us. Thank you to SeatGeek for partnering with us here at the Loop Sports and Typical Chicago Fan. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Typical Chicago Fans presented by the Loop Sports. I am Zach Lilia. You can follow me at ZLiliaTCF. That's L-I-L-J-A. You can follow us on Twitter at Typical underscore Chicago or the Loop Sports at the Loop underscore Sports. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook uh, at Typical Chicago Fans. We do a Facebook Live once a week. Uh, it's usually between Tuesday and Thursday. Um, and you can also follow the Loop Sports there and on Instagram, the Loop Sports and typical Chicago fans. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boomy, over here. Follow me on Twitter at BoomyTCF. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. I'm actually uploading the video of this week's Facebook weekly video onto YouTube as we are recording because I haven't had great internet. Um, If you're an Apple user, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you are not an Apple user like myself, you can follow us on Spotify. Send us a screenshot that you do any of those, and we will enter your name into a drawing for a free t-shirt, which we will be drawing by May 1st. So get your votes in. I did get, or get your screenshots in. I did get another one this week, so they're starting to come in a little bit. Make sure you get your name in, get yourself an opportunity you get with a free t-shirt easy way to win a free t-shirt um we are recording on uh saturday but we are going to be 
doing the podcast. They're going to be coming out now on Sunday, usually Sunday afternoons, probably because I have been I'm joining a softball league. Enjoy playing in the snowstorm tomorrow, though. I don't know if we're going to have it tomorrow, yeah, but we're, we're, we're trying it out too, or it's a little something different here. Uh, but yeah, it would mostly be Sunday afternoons. We'll see how that goes for now. Um, so for everyone who is an avid listener, um, we will be dropping them on Sunday afternoon. So maybe they'll give you something to listen to on Sunday night. Um, but let's get right into it. Our sinkers and floaters. Uh, my sinker, I'll go right into it, is the Giants. The Giants picked Daniel Jones from Duke, a quarterback at number six. He was on some people's boards at maybe the sixth best quarterback in the Second draft. Second or third round kind and of And they took him at the number six pick. Um, there was a Josh Big Allen, an idiot. There, who was a Dwayne Haskins, who yeah. went to the Redskins. He's a better quarterback I than agree. him, and he went after him. Um, David Gettleman is a dummy. Uh, the Giants have now given away, pretty much given away Odell Beckham, and now taken a QB who it wasn't even the best QB available at no. the moment at number six in the first round. A number six pick is insane for. Uh, I hate. I would hate to be a Giants fan right now. I wouldn't be. I don't know what I would do with myself. I don't know. Uh, David Gettleman went on to say that um, he watched him in the Senior Bowl and for that three series, three series, and, and he knew fell he in was love. A professional quarterback fell in love. Um, his draft rating is not very good at all. Um, it's pretty much. I don't even. I really didn't even know who the guy was really until he was picked number six in the draft. Uh, I'm not saying if you weren't a big NFL mock draft guy, um, you wouldn't know who he is, but he's not a household name, and Dwayne Haskins, who went after him, is a better quarterback than him. Uh, so the Giants, maybe just maybe David Gettleman as a as a GM is should be my sinker, but I just that was just the worst pick. That's the worst moment from the 2019 NFL draft, easily. Well, did you hear the justification that Gettleman gave when they asked him why? Jones, why then? And he goes, well, listen, I could go out and get hit by a truck tomorrow. Like, what? That's a guy I would love to be uh, running my team, a guy who – Could you who, imagine as Bears fans if, if Ryan Pace two years ago and they would have come out and said, well, why would you move up two picks to take Mitch Trubisky, kind of an unknown kid? end tomorrow. Who knows? And he just, he would just said, like, oh, I could walk out onto, you know – Michigan Avenue and get hit by a car tomorrow like what like yeah. that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard his responses are bad and he's always been kind of uh, not liked by Giants fans he has two Super Bowls that have helped him keep his job easily um, but I don't get what you're doing there. You didn't even take the best quarterback available, um, and you're still saying you're going to stick with Eli Manning. It just doesn't make any sense. Maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Um, but at this point, it's not looking good for Giants fans going forward in the QB position. I agree. I agree. My uh, sinker, on the other hand, is band kids. Uh, a saxophone was stolen at a, I think it was like a, a museum gala reception thing, and they caught the kid that had stolen it, um, thankfully. But a $5,000 saxophone, like, I did not know that saxophones cost $5,000. Like, my car is not worth $5,000. A saxophone is worth $5,000. That's crazy. I mean, I, I could see it, but I don't know if I would do it. Are you kidding me? Like I said, like, both of my cars that I own, I don't think are valued at $5,000. If you love something, you're going to spend the money on it, but $5,000, that's crazy. And uh, But anyway, they found the guy that did it, and they found him because he tried to take it to a pawn shop and get a $300 loan for a $5,000 saxophone. So, um, But yeah, poor band kids getting their 5000 
five grand uh, saxophones stolen at museum galas and stuff. You gotta like that, watch so. out for the guys who are stealing the saxophones. They said it was uh, like a dude that was working for the catering company. No, oh, so I mean, he, he probably just knew the value of it. He probably didn't really care what yeah, it was. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So on the other hand, uh, you guys know me. I like to keep it weird. Um, my floater is the city of Grand Haven, Michigan. The police were called in because there was a box that fell off the back of a truck with $30,000 in cash in it, and people were running all over the highway to pick that cash up. Uh, and so what a, what a come up, you know, like Grand Haven, Michigan, the residents there just strolling out on a random day, and you get $30,000 worth of cash just plopped into your lap like come on that's that's a great come up for the middle of the week i'm i wish i would have been in in grand haven michigan at that time because i'd have been just scooping i would have been scooping too that would have been, <laughs> yeah. that would been a good time uh my floater is rainy day casino trips i think i was trying to go on one today didn't work out um but i think it's which the move should be more often there should be more casinos around so on rainy summer days like today would not summer days i guess supposed to be spring, spring days. days but spring um, days where it's snowing yeah where it's snowing yeah. is uh i'm gonna go to the casino and that's where i'm gonna spend most of my time so i think my floater should be for most people it should be uh casino trips on crappy weekends that i should love be, it that should be the new move well, hey maybe uh, unless you want to lose all your money like our guy joe o said about gambling being legalized in illinois maybe once uh sports gambling gets legalized and we can get a casino popped up somewhere a little bit closer i know a lot of people in the chicago my goal area. in life is to maybe get one around here yeah absolutely if they Start build it. one in shabana we're in trouble i will never run one though because i would i'd be afraid to take all my money for myself there, oh yeah because that's 100%. all i do at the casino uh but we're watching it right now i think we're in what the sixth, sixth round, round we're yes. at the 204 point here uh pick wise and uh it's the nfl draft the 2019 nfl draft kyler murray went first um it was kind of weird though because it's kind of weird to have a a guy picked number one who if he didn't pick get picked at number one may have dropped straight to 15 16 it might even been lower than that it could have been a second or third round pick just because he's he's such a um a specific guy right he has to fit a specific scheme and and we talked about this we're probably not going to release it but we had an interview uh with one of my best friends who is a chicago transplant but he's a big football guy and he kind of had mentioned it you know that there was you know only a couple teams and a couple of guys that Kyler Murray would fit in their system. And luckily for him that he falls right into Cliff Kingsbury's lap there at one. And because if, if he doesn't go there, you know, you might not see him pick till middle or late Friday night. So it's and then and then the, it'll be the, interesting. The Cardinals trading Josh Rosen to the Dolphins, I think, for, for like a, a second. 60 first round pick yeah, or 60th pick. Yeah, overall. Or something like that. So what would that be the second round? Yeah, it was a late um, second, early third, something like that. Yeah, that's just that's a great deal for Miami. I mean, it's a yeah, great deal for Miami, and because Josh Rosen had a bad first year. Yeah, he didn't have like, the greatest rookie yeah. year, but he has something you could maybe build on. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know why the Cardinals were so out of it. I think Cl- uh, Cl- Cliff Kingsbury really didn't like him for his his offense. He wanted yeah. Kyler Murray for. Uh, for what he likes to do there, but I, I don't think that was a good move by the Cardinals going with Kyler Murray and just thinking that Josh Rosen was a you're wasting another pick on a quarterback. Yeah. Um that I don't really I, I could be wrong, but I'm not saying that Kyler Murray is going to be that much better than Josh Rosen going well, forward. Well, it all depend like and we, and we alluded to this on the Facebook show the other night like it's all going to depend on 
will Cliff Kingsbury's system transfer to the NFL? And I think that's a lot. That's a huge question mark right there because, yes, he was good at Texas Tech and they had good teams, but they never played for a national championship. They, I don't think they ever won a Big 12 title there. Yes, they had Patrick Mahomes, who's having great uh, success in the NFL, but that is a very different system than the, the typical uh, NFL-style system, and it's going to be that air raid offense that you've seen those big number guys out of Texas Tech, you know, Kingsbury put up the numbers when he was there and he's also had you know three or four guys that just smash college passing uh, records with the way that offense runs so it'll be interesting this he's kind of the guinea pig as to whether this kind of system can work in the NFL yeah well let's get into the Bears though the Bears traded up 14 spots to uh, the Patriots they traded away the 87th and 162nd pick, and they got running back David Montgomery. Um, they got uh, him Iowa from Iowa State. Um, I was looking at his draft. Um, he, he pretty much. Uh, they, I like looking at this. They have the NFL. Like they have all the players uh, combine kind of, and it. it it kind of gets him to his NFL comparison is a Kareem Hunt. Yep. It seems like a guy who he can go up the middle, but he can also go side to side a little bit, and he can be a, a, a threat in the wide receiver game. Uh, he could catch some balls. And that was always Jordan Howard's thing is if you threw it to him and he caught it, what was he going to do? I mean, yeah. he wasn't going to be able to get going up the field too quick. Um, so I'm excited for this guy. Um, like I said, I like Tyree Cohen. Tyree, Tyree. Tariq Cohen, and but he, I, I don't like him as our main running back. I like him in the he can go out and he can maybe do some different things for. He's he is the perfect guy for a, a Matt Nagy offense. Tariq Cohen can do a lot of things. He can do it on the special team side. He can maybe run out, and maybe do a little wide receiver. He could come back and do something in the running back game. Um, but this David Montgomery, he he seems like a guy who um, will can be able to maybe split. Maybe I bet they'll split, maybe. Yeah. Um, but they also got Mike Davis um, from the Seahawks. So they're going to have a lot of questions to um, work out in training camp and stuff. But it's a good problem to have is too many running backs that I think Absolutely. will have a productive year this year. I think all three of them could have a productive year. I think it's going to be one of those. And, and obviously, like we've talked about this a million times, I'm a Packers fan, but unfortunately where I live, I know more about the Bears. I listen to you know Chicago Sports Talk Radio and obviously being around you as much as I am. That's a great situation for them to have Tariq Cohen and Mike Davis, and now you're adding in a, a really solid running back out of Iowa State whose best years I think are ahead of him. Yeah, he was good at Iowa State, but you know his prospects of coming into the NFL and learning behind Tariq Cohen and learning behind Mike Davis and fitting into that system, and I think Matt Nagy and um, Ryan Pace have proven that they're, they're pretty good at this whole drafting thing. And I think that this is big for them. And I, I, I think you're going to see maybe, uh, you know, the draft pick sit a little bit of time. He's probably not going to take a ton of snaps this year. And then next year looking to boom him on the scene. I think that's a great pick. But I'll be very honest with you. I love Riley Ridley. I thought that was the Bears' best pick so far. They took another Georgia player. Uh, they already have Javon Wims, Leonard Floyd, Roycon Smith, um, that's pretty crazy that they are. That's their fourth Georgia player. Uh, that's very recent Georgia players. Um, but it's going to help also with the locker room there. Um, he's going to feel right at home right away. Uh, but the Bears are not in need of a wide receiver, but it's a nice fit to uh, get another one out there. Well, I Keep think it with losing Kevin White, I mean, obviously we've known the, the – 
issues that have gone on with him since the day he was drafted. But even, you know, you have him on your, your depth chart, you lose him to free agency, you do have to have a one spot at least to fill, and I think he's going to be a great pick for you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. They just took in the sixth round, they took defensive back from Kansas State, Duke Shelley. Shelley. Sure. Uh, I'm not really sure who that is. Uh, and I haven't got time to look at that. We're we're on the clock. We're we're uh, NFL draft uh, aficionados. aficionados here. We're just your one stop shop here for the NFL draft. Um, but um, the Bears have made some moves that I mean, the defensive back that's just adding to a, a problem they don't have. But they would like to just keep adding players, and that's what this draft is really about. It's about the first time almost ever that I can think of in a while, at least, that uh, the Bears haven't had a need in the draft. They have what they want to get. Yeah, it's kind and, of like being able to add to what you have. Now we had kind of discussed this before we recorded. There was the safety from Alabama. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. That was available. When when the Bears took Riley Ridley, would you have preferred to see them scoop in and take a kid from Alabama to kind of solidify the safety position? I know you have Ha Clinton Dix, and I know you have Eddie Jackson, who's coming off injury, and Ha Ha's kind of you know had some miles put on him. Are you okay with the Riley Ridley pick, or would you have rather have seen them go and solidify the the backside of that defense? Um, I'm not. I, like you said, I would be fine if they would have gone and got somebody like him. But I'm also fine with what they did with the picking uh, the wide receiver. Oh, wait, wait. Definitely. You pick, wait, 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 we're talking about the he was during the Montgomery pick. No, he was there when Ridley uh, they was picked there. Ridley because okay, I think so this yeah, kid either, went yeah, like way, two picks. I, I think it. Um, the, all of the positions that they filled are positions that were fine to fill. Yeah, and even with that, it, they've. They've done it on they they have a great system set up right now, um, and I'm guessing he's scouted right and he knows what Ryan Pace is proven himself over the last few drafts that he knows exactly what he's doing. So I'm not going to question anything he does until something I guess fails. But sure. I'm excited about all the draft picks that he's had all, this year. Now a little bit in division, and I obviously know this a little bit better because it's my team. The Packers loading up on defense. They come out, pick 12, take Rayshon Gary out of Michigan, who I really liked a lot. I maybe would have been okay with seeing Montez Sweat from Mississippi State going there, but I think Rayshon Gary is going to be a, a pretty good player. Other than the fact my brother-in-law, shout-out Ryan, reminded me that Michigan's defense did give up 63 points to Ohio State. So we'll see how his transition goes. They trade up into the from the 30th to the 21st pick and pick up Darnell Savage, the highest-rated safety in the draft. They pick him up at 21. I also love 21st pick, last name Savage, 21 Savage. Wow, that's I a, love it. What a – I I don't know if anyone else has put that together yet. I saw it on Twitter, so I can't oh, even take it. So yeah, well, at least one other person did. But just today, round six pick, 194, they go in and they take a local kid kind of for the from the Chicago you know, scene um, out of Notre Dame. They take the running back, Dexter Williams, who was, in my opinion, their best running back when we saw him at Northwestern this year. I think that's huge. I actually just talked to your brother-in-law, big Notre Dame fan, and I asked him what he thought of the pick, and he said I th he loves Dexter Williams. I liked what we saw when I watched some Notre Dame games this year, and the Packers were in need of desperate, desperate need of some 
running back help. And, and even Patrick alluded to he thinks that he's good enough to be the Packers' day one starter. And, and if you can pick up a day one starter in round six on the late Saturday of the draft, man, that's huge. I love that. Um, and then they also pick up spots. They need a tight end. They pick up Jay Sternberger from Texas A&M, who I liked a lot. Um, and they, they, they picked up the center from Mississippi State. And I don't know if this is just my dumb brain, and I bet you'd agree with me. Guys who come from programs that are what we consider like blue bloods, like we said about the kid from Alabama, I always feel safer about taking kids from like Texas A&M, Mississippi State, Michigan, Maryland, whether when you go off the cuff and take like a quarterback from Duke, right? Duke isn't known to have be a quarterback machine. Yeah. So it, it almost makes you feel a little bit better when you're taking guys from these programs and that they've played at a high level, been coached at a high level. So I dig all the Packers picks. I don't. I, I, Matt LaFleur still got to prove some things, but I like uh, the the direction it's going, and they're filling a lot of needs that they desperately needed, in my opinion. Yeah, the draft has been I, I has been a good draft. It's a little bit drawn out for me. I think it takes a little too long for the draft to go on. I think it should be more of a quick quicker process. Yes. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take four days for the draft to go on. Um, but it, it, it's a cool event because you can see that people are coming out um, to it in Nashville and really, I mean, they said like 500,000 people will attend the whole weekend. streets were just full Packed. of people packed, especially for the first round, uh, ruining, uh, bachelorette parties. Yep. That's left okay. And right. Also shout out to like the local players. I saw a kid from Western Illinois, a defensive tackle gets picked up. Um, two kids out of NIU Sutton Smith and uh, Max Sharpling, I think is his name. And then you saw Thorson from Northwestern. I don't know about you, but I always love seeing those Illinois products go into the draft. Like I always get, obviously the NIU ones being, I'm an alumni, but even like the kid from Western, I think he went like the second or third round. I don't know about you, but I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you want some new Bears shirts, maybe, uh, Boomy, can you tell the people where they would like to go get these shirts and help a nice cause? Well, I won't be buying any Bears shirts, but our friends over at 26 Shirts have, have amazing shirts for all the teams in Chicago that you want to vote for. We're excited to partner with 26 Shirts again for the month of April. 26 Shirts sells cool shirts, even backed by a cooler mission, helping those in need. Every two weeks, they offer an exclusive t-shirt for just 25 bucks and a portion of the proceeds from each sale go to help a person or a family in need or an organization heavily involved in community outreach. The artists who provide the, the designs receive a percentage, a life is impacted, and you get a limited edition sports-themed t-shirt that will go in the 26 shirts vault never to be printed again. So it's not like you're going to wear it, and then like three years later, you'll see somebody else with it. They just bought it. It can't happen because they go in the in the vault. They're never going to be printed again, guys. Portions of the proceeds from each sale of these shirts go to help a person in serious need of financial assistance due to overwhelming medical bills. You can read more about this particular cause for the month on the website. Thank you to 26 Shirts for sponsoring the podcast in the month of April. Like I said, go to 26shirts.com slash Chicago to order your shirt and help out a worthy cause. Yes, they have some cool bear shirts. They got cool Cubs shirts, some cool uh, – I don't know if they really have – I don't know if they have Cubs shirts outright the second, but they do Cubs, they will Sox, be, yeah. Blackhawks. Um, and it all goes to help a nice cause. Um, so go check out 26shirts.com Chicago. Well, let's get into it. The Cubs are 12-12 and 12 after losing last night 8-3 to, to the Diamondbacks in Arizona. 
Arizona. Uh, Chris Bryant, though, had a nice little homer there. Yep. He looks like he's getting back on track. Rizzo's getting back on track. Uh, Javi's been playing well. Um, the pitchers have been doing pretty good. Uh, the bullpen still has some problems a little bit here and there, but all bullpens will probably have some problems here and there throughout a long season. Uh, they dropped two um, after going on a little bit of a run there. Yeah. Um, but that's going to happen in a baseball season. Uh, but some news with it. Uh, I saw Morrow said, Brandon Morrow said that he is going to be back sometime this season. Yeah, that's, that's great awesome to, see. to hear. Because uh, I'm kind of being sarcastic in a way because I would like to know is it going – hopefully it's like earlier yeah. than, than I think. I think it's going to take a little bit longer than uh, I wish it would. Um, but, yeah, with the Cubs are 12-12. and 12. Uh, They were back to 500. They got to two games over 500. Um, but Keep winning series, boys. Keep winning That's series. I think thing. we've won, what, five series in a row, six yeah. series in a row. Um, hey, you're going to have to take today and tomorrow in Arizona – I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get a little concerned with this mini slump that Kyle Hendricks is going through. Yeah, he goes on. Uh, he's only had what, about one or two good, decent starts this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been getting. But with his stuff, though, if he's just a little off, it's going to show. Yeah. With not even really hitting much over 90 miles per hour on the fastball. And he's leaving if your stuff. If your stuff's off, then it's going to get hit like that. Exactly. Um, it's kind of what we we kind of have to deal with with a pitcher like that. And I think you'll find. It. I always trust Kyle, but the la- he's been in a little bit of a pitcher slump. Uh, the other Kyle has also been a little bit of a slump. Kyle Schwarber, yep. um, I think he's batting about one- 208. 208, so yep. it's gone up a little yep. bit, which is nice. But still- The only guy below 200 right now in the Cubs lineup is Anthony Rizzo at a buck 98. I think Almora might have got himself up over it because uh, he had, what, two, maybe two, three hits. I know he had two for sure last night, so he's playing a little bit better. Almora's at 246 right now. Jay Hay hitting. 328. Schwarber's at 208. KB's up to 235. Baez, 327. An interesting fact, I don't know if you saw this one on Twitter, Zach. He has nine home runs. Seven of those nine have been opposite field home runs. That's great to see because Hobby, for the longest time, was so much a pole hitter, and now he's able to drop the hands, drive the ball opposite field, and he is just blasting He's looking at right more now. pitches, too. He's seeing more pitches, which is great. Um, he's never going to be a guy that's going to sit there in the box and uh, yeah. be like a Kyle Schwarber and really check the zones because he wants to get a hold of the ball. Uh, but he, as of oh, off to a great start. Now, uh, it doesn't worry me a little bit. He's got five walks this year as compared to 29 strikeouts, 29 strikeouts, leading the Cubs uh, by more than five over Wilson Contreras. That's got to be a little bit of something that he, we we're going to say this till the guy retires. It's going to come something with, he's got to work on. It is something you got to work on, but that's this day and age in baseball is guys are striking out. Um, Aaron Judge has been a strikeout guy. No, Chincolo Stan more of a strikeout guy than Aaron Judge. Um, guys like that, it, it's some guys say old guys will probably say that it's what maybe baseball has come to is you're striking out a lot. Chris Bryant struck out. The Cubs as a team over the last few years have probably struck out more than anyone in the league. You're probably right. Um, not saying that's like the worst thing. I mean, they've done well on the other side of it. Um, but strikeouts are really a part of baseball that is is a lot different now um, because like, there's a guy like Tony Gwynn. He struck out, what, 40 times in a season maybe? Yeah. And there's guys who are striking out hundreds of times during the season now. And oh, yeah. it's just crazy to think about. Uh, yeah, I'm not worried about it, no. I guess I kind of got a tangent there. Good. But. I agree, though. Um, you know, and Javi is, is such a boomer bust kind of player. You know, he's Speaking either going to hit though, it 500 we, um, or – 
We had Addison Russell as a few more games until he is eligible to play back in Major League Baseball. Um, the Cubs still, uh, Theo has said he doesn't know what he's going to do with the situation just yet. Um, they're going to really plan at, in the moment. They're gonna. Not, they don't really have a plan going forward. Um, it's all going to be reactionary to what happens with his play. Um, but it's a thing that I, I don't think they should move him from short. They should not move Javi Baez from shortstop. Aston Rushwell should play second base or wherever else he can fit somewhere else in this uh, defense. Um, I think that. Javi Baez has to be your shortstop going forward. He's proven himself to be the best, I think, defensive player in the league, um, at least up the uh, at least shortstop second base spot. Um, and I think Aston Russell could be a great second baseman. I think the Cubs are in a great spot right now. They have almost an abundance of riches. I mean, when you're talking, yes, we can all agree that we are not Addison Russell fans for the stuff that he's done off the field. But at the end of the day, the guy is an outstanding talent at shortstop he struggles hitting Javi doesn't so either way no matter what the configuration is whether it's Addison at short or Javi at second or or Javi at short him at second Zobris filling in here and there Descalso here and there whatever the case is the Cubs are in a good spot to have two of the best middle infielders when you have to have this conversation like think about what this conversation would have been you know six seven years ago now you're in an abundance of riches spot that I don't think you're going to be disappointed either way. I agree. I think Javi's a fantastic shortstop. But at the same time, like, as long as he's in the game, I don't really care where he's at. As long as his bat is in the lineup, just make that happen. You yeah. know? And with the whole thing is it's not really up to Aston Russell's defense. It's up to his offense. If he can get for going sure. on offenses, maybe we'll find a spot for him. But if he can't get going on offense, I don't know if the Cubs will either leave him down in AAA or trade him. Right. Um, so it's really up to his offense. They're going to put him in wherever he can fit, I guess, on defense. But I don't think his defense is what you should worry about right now. It should be his offense. But his offense also at the same time, like, yes, Descalso is kind of having one of those above-average years for himself. Above-average year 286. start. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's batting 286 right now. But at the same time, Ben Zobrist, who you're kind of – you're seeing a lot more kind of bouncing around. I think Ben Zobrist is obviously not as good as Javi or Addison – at second, but he's also batting only 217 right now. So yeah, he's if, got off if to a little bit of a hot start. Himself hitting better than that, you're in a really good spot. Yeah, so it's really up to his offensive production, and uh, I know it's going to be a little weird going forward with everything that's happened, but it's going to happen, and the Cubs have kind of never really gotten off of the we are going to bring him back, and we've been through everything with the rehab with him off the field. Um, we're, we're going to work forward with him on, on the field, but we'll see where he puts himself in this Cubs lineup with the way he can be productive. Definitely. And, uh, I think it's, what, three maybe three or four days until he is eligible to come back, and then we'll see what the Cubs... May 3rd is what they're projecting uh, he will be back with the Cubs. So we'll see what the Cubs do with that, where they'll put him in there, um, where they will, when they'll put him in, um, if it'll maybe... I, I don't think they will let it uh, a home or away game affect them putting no. them in the lineup um, with it, because what they've done they don't they seem like they don't really that's not what their worries um, so going forward we'll see what Aston Russell can do on the field um, the Sox though the Sox are are 10 and 14 right now um, exciting game him. last night Tim Anderson with the same exact bat flip he did uh, when he got is it a considered a bat flip or is it a bat throw, throw. Um, but it, that's 
a cool moment to do it. And he's a game winner. That's, I mean, it was cool. Um, they won 12 to 11, which is kind of where I want to go with my one point is their pitching is struggling. They're going to yes. struggle with their pitching all year. Um, I guess that's you kind of got to maybe wait until you sign a big arm because developing an arm is so hard. Well, did you see they DFA'd uh, Irvin Santana? I did not. They see were that. tired of his uh, not being able to do anything. Maybe they the watched mound. our Facebook live and saw us ripping him. That very well could um, be it, saying yes. that we did not want any part of him. So, and, and I think Ivan Nova. I mean, I know that you're into more money with Nova, but he's been terrible as well. Um, but like you said, I mean, the, one of the most exciting players in the American League is Tim Anderson, and uh, he's, he's hitting the ball. The best hitters in the league. Right oh, now. absolutely. I mean, he's batting four oh two for God. For God's sakes, excuse me. Um, he's got uh, five home runs. He's got 16 RBIs. The kid is smashing the ball. Ten stolen bases. Uh, it, the kid is really fun to watch, and I, that even comes from me as a Cubs fan. But at the same time, I do enjoy the White Sox. Yoan Mankata batting 323. Stuff you like to see. Jose Abreu at 260. Yolmer Sanchez at 230. Um, Daniel Palka obviously getting sent down. He's one of the only few guys they have below 200 uh, on the on the roster right now. Their their offense isn't the issue. Like you nailed it on the head. Their issue is pitching, and there's there's nothing there. I no. mean, maybe, maybe, um, oh, what's the kid's name that's having the the pitcher? Giolito's. Giolito's the only one having a real, and right now he's on the 10-day IL. Yeah. So, so it's really going forward as you just focus on the offense right now and see what you can maybe do around the trade deadline. I don't think they're going to do anything around the trade deadline unless they are maybe thinking about making a run. I don't think so. Um, but mostly this offseason, they'll be seeing what they can do with some pitchers. Speaking of pitchers, um, we still have David Keichel and Craig Kimbrell on Dallas uh, Keichel. Dallas, did I say David? Yeah. Sorry. Um, either way, uh, he they either of them been have not been signed yet. That's crazy um, to think that we are what. What are the, uh, so we're a week 20, away from May. 24 games into the season, 25, 26, whatever, uh, how many games the teams have played uh, into the season, and some there's still free agents that have not been signed yet. Think about an NBA player um, that, I mean, I guess they do have guys who sign late, but they're usually not like prime time yeah. players. They're usually older guys who are maybe waiting, or even the NFL guys waiting. Um, but I think that's, it's just not, I think it's a bad look for the MLB. Um, no one's really talking about it, but I think it is a, a bad look. I think it's going to be one of those where you're going to see teams that maybe didn't expect themselves to be in a playoff run, like the Mariners, say, hey, we're going to need you by June 1st. Can you be ready by then? This is the amount of money, and, and let's see if we can stay in this thing long enough to to get into a mix where he would, like Dallas Keuchel, would be productive for them. Yeah. Um, let's move into a little bit of playoff talk. We'll start off with the NBA. Um, Golden State took care of the Clippers last night, uh, winning pretty Golden handily. Golden State put a, or I'm they, sorry, the, the Clippers, Clippers put, put up a fight. fight. It was 4-2 series. Um, they were they were always fighting. Every game was pretty much uh, a good game. Um, the Rockets already beat the Utah Jazz. That was pretty much an easy series. We got Portland waiting on the winner of Game 7 between the Denver Nuggets and the Spurs. Um, is Only that, series I, to go seven games. I think by the time this comes out, you will know Absolutely. who the winner of that is. So um, well, let's predict it. Um, I think it's what going the hell? to be Denver. I think Denver's going to win. They're at home, right? Um, yes. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Denver. I'm going to go Denver. Uh, I think either one of these will not even put up really of a fight for Portland's Portland. Portland's playing I think really good ball And both right these now. teams have kind of proven that they're both meh. Uh, they're good teams, but I just don't see anything that's going to uh, spark something that could beat the Portland Trailblazers who are hot right now and have a, so much of a time off. Does the amount of games – now, I know it's only six games, but does that affect Golden State coming into the Rockets series? I don't think it will. It may in that series, but I think going forward more it will. Uh, I don't think it will too much this round, but I think either the next round or maybe the, even the when they make it to the NBA championship, it will start to. Those miles um, are going to start to But we'll have to, to see how, how the series goes. If they go another game seven, it may. Especially as – um, you know, you're seeing a lot of teams in the East. I mean, those series were 4-0, 4-0, If they keep adding up and losing Boogie, I mean, you're going to see guys that weren't expecting to put those kinds of miles on their legs, maybe because if they're playing behind Boogie, they're not going to play as many minutes. Now they're forced to step up into those minutes. And, and if you see this series with the Rockets go 6-7, I personally think the Rockets are going to win. Um, but the most... Uh, I think minds would say that Golden State's probably going to win this series. So if they, if theoretically, if they do, I don't think this is going to be a four-game series. I don't think this is going to be a five-game series. I think you're going to see it six or seven. And then I also see. Um, whether it's Portland or Denver, that's not going to be an easy series either. No. You know? So Especially it's, if it's Portland. I mean, they're going to have Damian Lillard go up against Steph Curry. Right. Um, they got good players all around. It's going to be a fun time in the Harden West. But in the East, we got the Bucks going up against uh, the Celtics. And we, uh, we very differ on this. I think it's going to be a sweep from Milwaukee. Milwaukee's playing out I of their minds. I think it would be if they were playing somebody else. But I think this team's got some playoff guys who – even if it, it maybe I think they can at least pull out two wins. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think they're going to make it a good series. Um, but the Bucks will most likely come out of there. Uh, the 76ers and Toronto can't wait for that. That's going to be a good man. series. That's going to be a fun series. It's going to be a competitive series. Um, we'll see if Kyle Lowry can take care of the 76ers. Um, that's really going to be the biggest question mark. Um, the Toronto is good all around. Kawhi Leonard always doing what Kawhi Leonard does. Uh, but excited for that series. The NBA playoffs, like I said, we've got a while till uh, everything's uh, really figured out here. Uh, but it's been a good series. It's, I mean, a good uh, start. But really, we've gone 4-0, 4-0, 4-1, 4-1, 4-2, which was the Warriors-Clippers. Yeah. And then 4-1, 4-1, and now we finally have a 3-3. Yeah. Uh, so the first round has pretty much been uh, – it hasn't been really chalked up, but um, it's kind of not really been too much excitement. I think round two is really going to be where the excitement starts for teams uh, to become more competitive. I agree. In the NHL – uh, we have a little bit different, um, complete, very non-chalk. Non yeah, um, we got the Sharks and the Blues. So I think the Sharks are up at in that start. The Dallas Stars, sorry, against what the did, Blues. Who did you say? Sharks. Oh, which the Sharks. Are still gotcha. in it, but I thought um, you said the Dallas something. No, uh, the Blues are up 1-0 right now, but they are losing. I think three-one right this Was second. The last so we checked, uh, yeah. you will know before we do. Uh, on that, and then we got the Avalanche and the Sharks. There we go, um, and that is I think the Sharks are up one zero oh, on the series. Uh, we got Boston and um, Columbus. Columbus. I, I see only I, I'm dumb here, and I have it pulled up. <laughs> but it's just the logo, so I could not go off the Columbus logo. I'm sorry. I hate uh, that the, Boston won that first game. But man. Boston, I, I, I think that's so going bad. to be, and sadly, I think Bruins are going to take care of that series. They got a little momentum going forward. And we got the Islanders and Carolina. Um, the Carolina winning 1-0 last night in overtime. I think uh, the Islanders, actually, I watched a little bit of highlights from that game. I think the Islanders got a little screwed there. Uh, 
they had a goal and they called uh, goalie yeah. interference and it looked like he was pushed in to uh, the goalie by the goalie's teammate. So I mm. think that was a little bit of a bad call there. Um, Do you like the, the non-chalk of the Stanley Cup playoffs right now? Like you've seen all of the one seeds go down and – it, it pains me to see, though, at the same time. Like, I love it. I love that the one seeds are all falling. But at the same time, like, you're seeing teams that are getting through. That should be the Blackhawks, you yeah. know? Like, but that just like pains you said, me. Like you said, you got to do it before that. You can't just right. say it now. Um, but, yeah, it would be nice. The Blackhawks could maybe make a little – could have made a little bit of a run here, especially with the with the hot streak they would have been on just getting into the playoffs. But uh, right. uh, the NHL playoffs, like you said, we, we're in the NHL, but that was hockey talk. Yeah, exactly. That was hockey talk. Um, but let's get into our last little segment here. We have Chicago – typical Chicago trivia. Um, Boomies going more uh, NFL – Bears draft on me, and I'm kind of just throwing some other questions at him. Just random uh, Chicago sports questions because he is not a Bears fan, and we, I did not I want to I would probably do up, better at Bears trivia than you would. I, I did not want to look up any uh, Packers stuff anyway, so hmm. uh, we'll let you go first. Simple mind. Um, all right, question number one, the easy one. Dick Butkus was a first-round pick for the Bears in 1965. What college did Dick Butkus attend? Oh, no. Um, did he go to... Come on. This know. is easy. How is this easy? It, it, uh, I, for me, it's easy. I'm just not really into that. Uh, Michigan State. I don't Illinois. Know. That's Illinois. Why I, yeah, he was an Illinois guy. I guess I never knew that. Yeah, he was They Illinois. don't really let that be known either. Uh, yeah, they do. I don't know. I don't follow an Illini uh, football. I don't either. I just stuff? know those things. No, these his numbers retired there, and like um, I remember when the Bears played there back in like two thousand one or two, whenever when they were redoing the stadium, there was like this big, uh, like portrait of Dick Budkiss on the, uh, the. I believe it was on the scoreboard. The if more I'm not you mistaken. know. Um, what former NBA lottery pick was the Chicago Bull to was the last Chicago Bull to win Sixth Man of the Year? Oh. That's a really good question. Sixth man of the year. He was a lottery pick, you said? Oh. Damn, that's a really da, good question. Da, da, uh, da, da. Jamal Crawford. Ben Gordon. Oh! He won it for the Chicago Bulls. Or I don't Damn. know if he won it. Maybe. I don't I guess the question is really weird. Um, go ahead. You go for that. All right. Oh. Um, all right. Maybe this will be easier for you. How many questions do you have anyway? I have three. All right. Perfect. Which team did the Bears swap picks with in 2017 in order to draft Mitch Trubisky? Ooh. Did they switch with... So they traded up to, what, the fourth pick? Second. Second They had the fourth. They traded to the second. Would it be... The Browns? No, it was the 49ers. Ooh. The Browns go one that year? Yeah, probably. (laughs) You know? So... not really good here. No, not a good um, start. We'll go with this one. Uh, yeah, except we got to make this competitive. The Blackhawks have won three championships in five years. What years were those championships? 2010, 13, 15. There we go. And then my other one was what seven-time All-Star reliever um, is Chicago Cubs most saves? Lee Smith. Lee Smith. How many yeah. does he have? Oh, that's a good question. Is it in the... It's in the hundreds. 300 range? Is that too many? No, the hundred. Like, oh. it's in a hundred range. Like, a hundred to two hundred. 
165. 180. That's not bad. He just, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame this year. All right, so I got oh. two, right? I got one more for you just to salvage one, all right? Okay. And I'll try it. And I, again, I think this is easy. In 2010, the Bears drafted a running back in the third round from Northern Illinois University. Oh, Garrett Wolf. Wolf. That, there you go. And then he ended up, I think he had a collapsed lung. Uh, well, he game. got arrested. Well, uh, he got a, I think he had a collapsed lung in the game. Did he really? I thought that was happened. Um, and then that kind of, what do you get arrested? Uh, like disorderly conduct at a nightclub in Miami. Oh, that seems like that happens maybe a lot. He got drafted. His senior year was um, the year before I was at NIU, so he's kind of like a you know legend around there. I think he still holds, holds the school record for rushing due to his stud. I can't believe he didn't pan out in the NFL. Yeah, that'd been cool, especially for the Bears too. That'd been like a local guy. Uh, but thank you for listening to episode 30, 32. I almost said thirty one. Thirty two <laughs> of typical Chicago fans presented by the Loop Sports. I am Zach Lilia. You can follow me on Twitter at z. Lilia, L-I-L-J-A-T-C-F. Um, and then you can follow the main page at typical underscore Chicago. You can follow the Loop Sports on Twitter at the Loop underscore Sports. Follow us on Facebook at typical Chicago fans. We do a midweek. Uh, we'll call it midweek then because it's Tuesday to yeah. Thursday. Um, we do a little bit of a Facebook live show there. And then you can follow the Loop Sports on there. And then Instagram, typical Chicago fans, and the Loop Sports. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at BoomingTCF. If you are an Apple user, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. If you're not an Apple user, you can find us on Spotify. Make sure you follow us there. And head over to the YouTube page and subscribe to the YouTube page. Send us a screenshot that you do any of those three, and we're going to pick a winner for a free T-shirt on May first but if you just want a t-shirt let us know they're 15 dollars for local people we can get to you or it's 20 dollars to be sh- to be shipped because we did not realize that there's a little bit of a fee yeah, there we're, we're, dumb. we're kind of we're very dumb um but we did not realize that um also yeah. thank you to our sponsors thank you to seat geek uh, you use the promo code the loop sports in all caps you get 20 dollars off just of your first purchase seat geek the other day to buy my wife birthday present there we go go and see then, machine gun kelly in june there we go Really? Yeah. And then, oh, we got the Bears wall right here at the end. We got Bears selection here. Who are the Chicago Bears going to pick? Um, before we tell you that, oh, Kenneth another Wright running back. Um, Florida Atlantic. Hey, played for Lane Kiffin. There we go. I like that. Um, but also, thank you to 26shirts.com. Chicago, go out, uh, help out a worthy cause there. Make sure you head over to Monkey Knife Fight. Use our code LOOP. They will match your deposit. I will be on Monkey Knife Fight tonight with the NBA playoffs going on. It is a player prop site, and you get to pick a couple. You can add as many from two to five different props uh, and, and follow along the game a little bit different way there. But use the code LOOP, and they will match your deposit up to $100. You put 50 in, they'll give you 50 in free play. You put 100 in, they give you 100 in free play. Also, if you want to do some MLB Daily Fantasy on there, uh, they do two pitchers, two hitters, uh, over Ks, over uh, walks, strikeouts. Uh, I guess Ks. Oh, I guess they've got all that. kinds of stats on there. And they got hitters, uh, hits at bats. Um, not hits at bats. Hits, strikeouts, um, walks, this and that. So it'll be it's, – it's fun for, for everyone who likes a little bit of a Daily Fantasy, um, but in a different kind of – Absolutely. Especially if you don't like the lines and you get a little bit overwhelmed by the over-unders, which I wish I did, um, then that is a good spot for you. Again, thank you to list, for listening to episode 31. Two. Two <laughs> of Typical Chicago Fans presented by The Loop Sports. We love you all. Peace.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.